Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello, gardeners, and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you news and updates from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti, and we're, oh gosh, we're about two-thirds of the way through January. Yay! We're still stuck in winter, but um, moving along, small steps, I guess. I was actually surprised to see geese flying north the other day. It's at least a month before the Canada geese generally return home, and I was hoping that meant we might be in for a very, very early spring. But I've since been informed that there are now populations of Canada geese that stay put all winter. I'm sure I don't know why, but I guess as long as there's food, there's no need to roam. Well, good for their hardy little souls, but it does put a crimp in my phenology watch list. I've always associated the return of the geese with an end to lingering snow. We might get a few more snow showers, but the snow doesn't usually stay piled up once the geese have returned. Well, it's not that far-fetched. There is a science to the timing of recurring biological phenomena and their relationship to weather. It's called phenology, P-H-E-N-O-L-O-G-Y, phenology, and you probably use it even if you're unfamiliar with the word. Have you ever heard that you should plant corn when the oak leaves are the size of a squirrel's ear? This is more than just a charming story. It's, um, it actually has nothing to do with squirrels or even oak trees, except that it's an indication that the air and or soil temperature has warmed enough for the corn to sprout and survive. If it's warm enough for the oak leaves to start unfurling, it is warm enough for the corn to grow. There are a lot of phenological cues that can help us gardeners. Uh, we northern gardeners have learned that the adage of planting peas on St. Pat's Day is really not meant for us, unfortunately. Many, if not most years, we can't even see the soil, or at least we can't get a shovel into it. However, planting peas when the forsythia blooms, now that's a good bet. Another one is if you're worried about when to move your tomatoes outdoors. Well, once the lily of the valley bloom, it's time. It's not time for tender peppers, eggplants, and melons until the iris are in their glory. And it's not just planting times either that phenology helps us with. It also gives us cues as to when to be on the alert for insect pests. Um, Squash vine borers will lay their eggs when you start seeing those beautiful blue chickweed flowers along the side of the road. And once your morning glory vines start their ascent upward, it's time to be on guard for Japanese beetles. We know they're coming every year. Now, phenology is not infallible, but it's a lot more accurate than an arbitrary guide in a book. And um, you can notice the patterns within your yard, so you have very personal information to work off of. If you happen to have some more phenological cues that you would like to share with the rest of us, please do share your wisdom. Um, Come on over to the Gardening the Hudson Valley Facebook page and and, uh, let us in on your secrets. You have been listening to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast. I thank you once again for joining me this week. I do have some wonderful interviews lined up in the not too distant future when gardening season revs back up any day now. But until then, I hope you'll join me here again next week and also on the website at www.gardeningthehudsonvalley.com for more gardening tips from the most beautiful place on earth.